Did you see Jock Landale in the Barkley throwback jersey have a cracker of a game in the Phoenix v Carryover Champs Warriors? Tech fouls and ejections settled and the Suns got the W. Yeah, it looks as though he's uh, made an impression, hasn't he? So uh, averaging uh, seven points, I think it is, and five rebounds uh, in the 14 minutes off the bench. So, yeah. Good on him. There's a few Aussies going very nicely. Young Aussie Dyson Daniels as well. Someone who was yeah, talked about that. a lot. Yeah, he, he looked good. So, and then you still got your Paddy Mills and um, well, our mate, of course, Ben. Ben. And then Josh Giddy. He, he's, um, after his debut season, he's sort of uh, showed that he's going to be a, a, a real uh, asset. I'll tell you a man who's an asset to us. That's Ben Malice from the pick and roll AU, and he's also putting together a Backchat basketball podcast these days. Backchat is, of course, Will Schofield's domain. Uh, Will and Dan Cons do a great job, but Will stands aside and lets the experts talk, and Ben Malice is an expert, and he joins us here on Sports Breakfast this morning. Hello, Ben. Good morning, Mads. How are you both? We're, we're well, and we're excited to see a few Aussies going so well over in the NBA, and yeah, Jock Landau going very nicely. Great to see him get another chance after time back in the NBL. And I guess we know of Dyson Daniel's star power, but it was nice to see it early in his career. It was, wasn't it, for both of those guys. They both had really good days yesterday, especially Jock Landau is probably the one that I like to touch on because you're right, he's had a longer path getting to the NBA in terms of going to college then going back to the NBL. And he's over in the US for his second season now, but playing in Phoenix and a good team. He really seems to have found his role. And I heard you guys rattling off his stats before, and I think the more impressive thing with Jock is that he just looks like he belongs on that Phoenix Suns team, and he's giving them what they need off the bench with a big man that can roll and move and use his touch on the basket. And then on defense, he can move and stay in front of defenders well enough to stay out on the court. So it's been an impressive week for him to start the season, probably the most noteworthy development for all of the Australian players over there this past week has been Jock finding his niche in Phoenix and it looks like he's going to be a part of their rotation all year. So that's super impressive and great for him. And with Phoenix looking like they are destined to be a top four seed again this year, he probably is the Aussie best place to have a deep playoff run, which is cool to see. What about Simmons? Where have you seen or what have you taken from the games that you've seen? Is he um, going to consolidate his spot there or is he going to be under pressure? I think this, the first half of this season, there's going to be a lot of noise for Ben. Some of it is obviously his own doing, and some of it just comes from the fact that he hasn't been seen on a basketball court for the past 18 months. And it must be said, he doesn't look better than when he last left the court. And to be fair, that's expected. You have 18 months off, you're going to lose your touch, you're going to feel a bit rusty, the game is going to get quicker when you're away, and we've seen all of that play out over the first week. Defensively, there have been signs of him getting his form back together, but again, he looks a bit just slow, for lack of a better word, because he still hasn't got up to game shape. So defensively, I'm confident that will turn around over the passage of time, and once the season gets underneath him, his defence should return to the level it was at two years ago. Offensively, again, that's the concern, because there doesn't seem to have been much development with the shooting side of things is just null and void, like it always has been. And on that Brooklyn Nets team, they've started one and two, and again, the noise is already starting to percolate for the reasons we know in Brooklyn. So the good for Ben is that he's back out there. Hopefully he can stay fit and just get a couple of months play under him. 
And then once we get past Christmas, I think it'll be fair to judge him once in a couple of months to really put forth the season and show us, if he can, any improvements to his game. Hey, Ben, the Lakers have had a really rough start to the year, 0-3. Uh, Russell Westbrook's not going to suit up today against the Nuggets. So uh, is is there pressure on, on the Lakers? And I guess uh, the way that they've started, we know they've got so much experience on their books, but uh, it's been a very poor start to the year without a win. Look, there's always pressure on the Lakers because they're the Lakers. But when it comes to this team, I think the rest of the NBA seems to just be throwing some pity on them because... Anyone that watches basketball and works around the league knows that this team just isn't very good. Obviously, he's had some big names, and LeBron James is arguably the second, or if not the first, greatest player of all time. Anthony Davis was a high pick. Russell Westbrook is headed to the, to the Hall of Fame one day, sorry. But those three players are all well beyond their best playing days, and the back end of this roster is probably the worst in the league when you look at players 4 through 12. So... They're going to keep getting our attention, the Lakers. They are going to win some games here because they do have LeBron and Davis still, and they're capable of putting out big performances. But the Lakers, in my eyes, won't even be making the playoffs. So I don't think pressure is the right word because they're becoming irrelevant, which is a little bit sad for the Lakers. But I don't expect much to change this season unless they can somehow make a miraculous trade to bring some greater talent through those doors. But the current setup, with or without Russell Westbrook, is not enough for the Lakers to compete to be a serious and uh, contending side this year. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, they look like they're probably genuine contenders in the West there. And, and Daniel Dyson, who was... Uh, Dyson Daniels, I got it the right way, um, who was drafted, didn't look like he was going to get too much of a run, but injuries have played their part and he did pretty well against the Mavericks. Yeah, he was impressive yesterday, young Dyson. And again, with young rookies in the NBA, it's less about what they don't do and more about just finding quality skills that people can see and that these players can show as they get what will be probably limited minutes for Daniels still over the next few months. But we saw it yesterday. It's with his defence. He is long, he's rangy, and he just has good hands and good instincts on the perimeter. And while yesterday was the first time he got serious minutes, We've seen this in the snippets that he has played throughout the preseason that he can guard up, he can play great defence, and right off the bat, that looks to be his NBA skill that is going to be leveraged into the minutes that he does get early in this season. So it's great for him that he was out there yesterday, and again, reinforcing why he was a top 10 pick. On that New Orleans team, you're right, they started the season very well, and while they do have a couple of injuries that are starting to pile up now, fingers crossed they do fade and the team can continue winning and it's almost a bit of an ironic thing for Dyson Daniels because the more he plays early on, the more the injuries are probably lingering and the harder it's going to be for the Pelicans to win games. So I think the best situation for all involved there is if um, the Pelicans players can get fit, Ingram and Zion can come back and that will mean that Daniels minutes probably do take a hit but that's totally okay for him this season. He can just find his feet actually quite similar to what we were saying about Ben Simmons five minutes ago. Find his feet in the NBA again, play what minutes he can, and then hopefully for all involved, once the playoffs arrive, he'll have enough experience and can do his part in the playoffs as they look to make a playoff run. Ben Mallis is with us uh, from the Pick and Roll AU and part of a, a brand new basketball podcast uh, with Dan Cons, Greg Hire, the basketball show courtesy of Backchat. We're chatting the NBA at the moment and the first week of the new season. 
Phoenix, they bombed out, of course, in last uh, year's or last season's uh, playoffs uh, to the Mavericks. Uh, but they've started this year pretty well. 3-1, uh, and one, and looks as though that might have been a bit of a blip. But it's such a long way back, of course, to get back and contend again. Yeah, Phoenix have started really well. I'll admit that I was a bit sceptical as to how they were going to start, given how traumatic their season ended last year and the off-season tumult they had across the franchise. But they have been very impressive this first week by a couple of missed free throws over the weekend. They would be 4-0. and And, yeah, sitting here with a perfect record. So I think yesterday, and probably the first night as well against Dallas, the two games that really reinforced the positive start they've had. They were down big on opening night against Dallas, the team that booted them out of the playoffs in what was embarrassing fashion last year. And they came all the way back and they picked Dallas. And it looks like that was just the performance boost and the, just the win they needed to have. And yesterday against the Warriors, they ran them off the court and did some very smart things to take advantage of a Warriors defence that looks to be really um, not great to start the season, which is to be expected from them. But as far as Phoenix is concerned, they've come out and they're winning games early. And again, all the off-season noise I just mentioned before, these early wins at the start of the season are going to do a great job of quietening that down and allowing this Phoenix team to find their season. So I still don't think Phoenix is the number one contender to win the West or to probably even challenge the Warriors once the conference finals comes around. But they're still a very talented team and look like they're destined to win 50-plus games again this season and have a great regular season. All right, winning early games. The Bucks uh, have done that, and they, they're looking pretty good against uh, the Nets at the moment. But uh, how do you see them? And They look look strong? They do, they do. And the Bucks and Giannis just have to be said again, he is the best player in the world. I know he isn't the reigning champion or the reigning MVP, but for mine, what Giannis does on the basketball court, no one else can match. And we saw that over the weekend. We put up 44 points in about 25 minutes against Paul Houston. So they have the best player in the world. They have won their couple of games to start the season. And again for them, they're missing Chris Middleton, their second best player, and a couple of other injuries. Joe Ingles still won't return to them until we get into the new year. So the first couple of months of the season for Milwaukee, it's great that they can start banking these wins because, to be honest, the wins don't even matter so much earlier in the season for them because they are playing for June. They're playing to win the championship. They were my pick to come out of the East and to win the title before the season started. And with Giannis looking great and Brooke Lopez, importantly too, looking like he's back to full health, the Bucks look every bit the contender they were last season and they started the season very strongly. Hey, what about the Rockets? I mean, there was almost a, uh, an altercation between teammates the other day. It's something you don't often see, but Jalen Green and Jabari Smith uh, got in a bit of an altercation during a timeout. They did, they did. I think that one can get chalked up to NBA players with some uh, fake hustle and some push and shove for everyone to see on the sideline. I think to anyone that wants to go and watch, there's a very funny video of their teammate, Eric Gordon, just sitting on the bench and nonchalantly laughing as they are quote-unquote fighting with each other. So I don't think there's too much to see there, Jacob. It's just a case of some young players trying to um, let off some steam on what is going to be a very lowly Phoenix, not Phoenix, sorry, Houston Rockets team this season. What about today? A number of games being played at the moment. Still the Jazz, Rockets, uh, Trailblazers and Heat, Nuggets, Lakers to come. Uh, Best game of today? It might already be underway. Which is the best of the offerings today on a Thursday morning? Mm, It is the one happening right now, I would say, between Brooklyn and Milwaukee. So that's the game I'd recommend everyone go and watch. And for the reasons we said at the top, if you want some comedic value, go back and watch the Lakers at 10am this morning.
Hey, um, how's the podcast going? The, uh, the basketball show, courtesy of Backchat. Uh, yourself, Dan, and, and Greg Hire, I think, is a part of it now as well. How's it all tracking? Mm, it's going very well. Yeah, thanks. Greg Hire has joined the crew, and it's good to have uh, Greg in to teach Dan and I a few things. So we record the pod every Wednesday, get that out every Wednesday night, and it's going well. So, yeah, Greg Hire has been our big addition since we last spoke, and we were planning on getting a few big guests in over the next few weeks as well. But it's good to catch up and talk about all things NBL and NBA. And, yeah, for anyone that wants to hear more of us talk, I highly recommend checking out the Backjet Basketball Show. Where can you get it? Uh, anywhere you get podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, or even just putting Backjet Basketball into YouTube or Google, and everything should pop up, and there's a nice link tree where all the links have been compiled by Dan. If it's going well, Will Schofield will turn up and be a part of it. Why don't he use in everything at the moment? <laughs> well, I think we have to just fence off the basketball world and Will can talk about everything else. And uh, it's a patch of dirt for me and Dan and Greg. So I don't know. We might let Will on the show one day, but we'll just have to put him through a test first and see what his basketball knowledge is like. Well, I saw him at the cricket the other night. So he's, uh, he's a sports fanatic and uh, I'm sure he'll find his way onto the basketball show at some stage as well. Uh, ben, good luck with the show and uh, thanks for chatting NBA with us this morning. Thanks, fellas. Have a great day. You too. Ben Malice uh, joining us here on Sports Breakfast. Uh, West Aussie.